welcome to You Are The Magic. I'm Alexis Jane, founder and CEO. I help my clients build bulletproof confidence to build the life of their dreams by creating boss babe mindset and strategies that actually work. I believe you are the creator of your own destiny with courage, determination, and deep desire to change your world. Anything is possible. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to You Are The Magic. Today, I have a beautiful, beautiful woman, Amber, on our call today, and she's a business engineer launch and I met Amber through running a competition for a six-week program and she was one of the winners and she is amazing at what she does and I'm very excited for her to tell you all about her magic and about her magical story to how she got to where she is within business and with life. So welcome to the show, Amber. Hi, thank you for having me. You're very welcome. So I'd love you to tell the listeners a little bit about your story and how you got to where you are right now. Well, it was a lot of me stepping out of the shadows and really trying to find who I really am deep down and show that to the world, show my real authentic self. I love that. And this is something that's come up the last few episodes, actually, with shadow work and... Dark night of the soul. I was going to say it, dropping the ego, but that, <laughs> that's not what I well, It's a bit of dropping the ego. It's releasing, allowing the ego to just soften so that we can shed the old. So in stepping in and doing the shadow work, what does that, if someone doesn't actually really understand what that means, what does doing the shadow work actually really truly mean to you? Because I feel that this is, can be taken in a different way with different people. So what does that actually, what does that mean for you? For me, it's a lot of childhood traumas, um, sexual abuse traumas, um, lots and lots of old stuff, uh, judgments, and family history that set me up to fail in terms of mindset, going back to those and really healing those traumas so that I could move through them to get to where I am. Oh my goodness, that is so beautiful. I love how you just said moved through them you didn't get over it you didn't get under it you didn't push it to the side you moved through the emotions so what were the what were the things that helped you move through them in regards to was it therapy was it coaching was it the deep inner work so what was the things that you did that you continue to do because we're always continually to grow there's always something that's always bubbling up inside of us to move through so how did what were the things that helped you really shift to where you are now? I would say for me, it's been a lot of journaling. Um, I'm also intuitive, so a lot of card pulls. I do tarot cards. Um, I have a life coach. In fact, I have too many coaches now, but I started out with just a life coach. Um, (laughs) And a lot of um, work with tapping, EFT. And I found a program that really resonated with me. And um, I've gotten so far just from doing that one EFT program versus all the other things altogether. So for me, that's been my secret sauce to really getting deep down into uh, those emotions so I can actually experience them and get them out. EFT is so powerful, so powerful. Um, That's one of the things that's actually helped me get to where I am too. And it's something that I kind of 
I forget about and someone reminds me, I'm like, oh, I haven't done that for a little while and get back into it. But that was one of the things that really helped shift me and it's such a powerful exercise and it, it doesn't look like it, it would do much. But when you go through it, so many people that I know have gone through EFT and it's just mind-blowing. And in regards to EFT, have you gone down the rabbit hole of studying EFT? What do you continue to do it on a daily, weekly, monthly? What basis, what, what works for you? In the beginning, I started out with pretty much every day. Um, it, it transitioned into more weekly and now it's just kind of as things come up or I find something that's triggering me, then I really start getting into it. Now it's more of the as-need basis, but at the beginning it was just all the time. Yeah, I love that. And in regards to your journaling, what is it? how do you do your journaling? Because I think that journaling is a huge thing and I find it really super powerful, but I also find there's lots of different ways to journal. There's lots of different elements, and I know that different people do it in different ways, whether it's a long journal, whether it's a short journal, whether it's a documentary or how do you do your journaling? What does that look like for you? And how does that help you shift and move when you do your journaling? I think for me, it just totally depends on what the day's um, brought into me, I guess. Uh, so some days, you know, I'll have something I'm mulling over or something triggered me. So I'll just like word vomit all over the page to get all of the stuff out so that I can actually feel those emotions and really tap into them. And some days when I'm good, you know, everything's fine. I like to take out one of my um, tarot decks that I have more of like a journaling prompt deck. And I will ask my guides, I will say, what, what do I need to focus on today? What um, message do I need to hear? And I'll pull a card and I'll journal about whatever comes up from that card. So beautiful. So beautiful. I've actually got a, a um, I want to go buy some cards because I don't have any yet, but I do have like a little deck of cards that they're love cards. And every day I pull one of those. And today it was actually peace and slowing down. I was like, oh, so fitting for me right now. And it is, it's so powerful when you pull cards and you're talking to the universe and you're using intuition. For someone who has maybe not tapped into their intuition yet or doesn't really understand intuition, how do you tap into your intuition and when do you know that it's your intuition and not that mind chatter? Yeah, so the best way to get into what I like to call the zone or um, to join source is simply to meditate and quiet your mind. And for some people, especially people that are stressed out and their mind's going nuts, it might take you longer to get to that meditation point where everything is just quiet. Um, it may take you 15 minutes or 20 minutes instead of where um, someone that's practiced might take five. So you get to that quiet space and you, you can ask a question, you know, from your mind and you just sit in the quiet and something will come to you. If you're not thinking, you have to remember to just let it be. And then the words will come. That's intuition. And that's how it works for me. Beautiful. I know for myself, when I'm really highly stressed and full on sitting and being quiet, I find so ridiculously challenging. So one thing that I found for myself is taking myself for a walk with no music, no nothing, just myself. And as I'm going on my walk and as I'm going on my journey, on my walk, on my run, and just really just 
come back into self and just focus on my breath, that's when I find that my intuition and my psychic abilities start to flow through. And I had a little chuckle a little few weeks ago because my psychic abilities, I have pushed them to the side because there was a few things that came through that I wasn't, that would, that came, that were actually, that had happened, which I found quite intense. But I went for a run and I've come downstairs and I've picked up my phone and messaged my girlfriend and was like, hey, are you guys talking about getting a dog? It's like, oh, my goodness, yes. Like we haven't spoken about getting a dog for two years. And I'm like, yeah, it's like a little brown fluffy one. She's like, oh, my goodness, that's intense. And I'm like, yeah, I can see it running around your house, which I didn't really understand what it meant, but I thought, you know what, I'm going to start following those breadcrumbs and just just play with it. So if you find it struggling at a certain point to sit still, I personally like to go for a bit of a walk or a run just to be able to shift that energy that's inside of me. Do you find going, doing exercise or going for a walk helps you with your meditation or helps you come back into self? I think really anything that's got my hands moving. So it may be journaling to start out and to kind of like dump everything on the page. And then sometimes for me, it's just doing the dishes and that repetition of just focusing on my hand movements that gets me back into that zone. That's really powerful. That's really powerful because when people hear meditation, I don't know for myself, I used to get all icky and like, oh, sitting still and just being with my thoughts, that scares the poop out of me. And now I love doing it now and I love being quiet and still and even when I'm driving I don't even put the music on half the time anymore I just I just like being in my space and just allowing whatever to flow through and so how do you feel that your trauma that happened to you as a child and throughout your life has really helped mold the woman that you are today and how you can really deeply help your clients because of the experiences that you've been through absolutely good question so When I was younger, um, I was sexually abused and almost nobody believed me. So I was the little girl that went unheard. So I learned no one would listen. So I stayed quiet and I hid and I didn't share what I had with the world because I was taught that it wasn't going to work for me anyway. So as I got older, um, Just this year really has been huge, but I started to learn that people really did gravitate towards me when I was like in my really good mood, you know, I was drawing people to me. And I think it was April this year that I decided I am done hiding. Nobody's finding me and I don't have clients because nobody knows who I am. So I finally (laughs) made a series of posts that was just like, guys, this is who I am and what I do, even though I've been doing it for years, I never shared it publicly online in an online public space. And as I did that, I have grown my business from 30K to 75K this year, just from opening myself up and allowing that little girl inside to be heard. And it took a lot of healing for that little girl to be able to step out of that closet. And one thing that I love about you is you're an action taker. You're very coachable. And you're willing to stretch yourself and step up and step out 
and do the things because you know the work, the power of the work that you do. You know how it's going to help somebody transform because you've been through that journey yourself, which means that you know how to help shift and collapse time so that they can get a faster result without having to go through all of the pain and the ups and the downs that you have been through. We're always going to go through ups and downs and ebbs and flows and all the things, but if we can collapse time around it and move through it faster, it is so super powerful. And I love getting messages from you. Hey, I just got another sale. Hey, I just got another sale. And it's not about the sale. It's not about the money that you're getting. It's the it's about the transformation that the person who has said yes to themselves is going to go through and the ripple effect that that not only has on them but has on their family, has on their clients and has on the, their whole world, which is raising the vibration around everyone. So that's why I get so excited when you and my other clients message me and I wake up in the morning, yes, more people are being helped, more people are being saying yes to themselves and stepping up and allowing that little voice inside to be seen and be heard. So when you talk about the little girl inside you and that voice being heard, what does that really mean for you and how does that change your life by being able to step up? I think for so long I wore the face of what I thought others wanted. You know, I tried to fit the mold, so to speak, so that I wouldn't be judged or critiqued or anything. And I've completely shifted from that now to this is me, take me as I am. If you don't like me, the delete button's right there. <laughs> you know, I'm very much um, unapologetic and my, my clients love that about me. And I'm showing them through example too, you know, that in order to attract your ideal clients, the people that are going to resonate with you, you have to know who you are and actually put that out there. Because until then, they're just seeing an image that you're trying to show them, which they'll be able to tell isn't fully you. And that's how you know, because they're not going to connect with you. They won't connect with you. If they're not connecting with you, that means you're not connected with yourself and you're not putting it out there well enough. And I think that that's one of the biggest things there's two questions that are kind of my stable questions and one of them you said is, who am I? Who am I? If I don't know who I am, how do I help somebody else? So the more that we know and understand who we are, the more we're able to help more people, like you just said, because they're magnetically drawn to you because you know who you are and you know what you're doing within your business and your service and you know the people that you can help. And the other one, the other really powerful question is what do I want? So who am I and what do I want? When you can answer those two questions on a really deep soul level, <laughs> everything changes. Everything changes. And so when you were going through that process of asking yourself, who am I? And I guess, what do you want from life? And what do you want from your business? And who do you want to serve? Did you take, was there a process that you went through? Was it journaling out the question? And how did you, and when was that pivotal moment that you actually knew who you were or who you are? I think it's really come after the healing part. Because until things were healed, at least for me, I couldn't have a clear vision of who I could be. 
because I was still so stuck in those mindsets and the traumas and the negative uh, belief systems that I had been born into, so to speak, or um, conditioned with through my childhood. Um, I couldn't see myself past all of it. Once I healed, I started to get a better grasp on exactly who I am so that I could figure out who I wanted to be past where I'm at now. I actually, when you were talking, I wrote that down. Who could I, who could I be? Who can I become? Who, who, how, not how, yeah, who, like seeing that next version, vision of who you can become. And it's not about, it's about where you are currently right now and then seeing that vision of who am I becoming to be able to have all the things that I want and desire and the impact that I want to be having. And it's continually shedding. And I know that you're continually shedding emotions, continually shedding ideas and things. And we did a clearing the other day around things and it was you who were like, I didn't even know that was in there. I don't know what that was all about. And sometimes we don't know what it's all about and we don't need to really truly understand. It's creating that space in our container energetically to be able to hold more and also step into that woman that you are becoming. So who is that woman that you are becoming, that you're stepping into? Yeah, for sure. That's a really good question. It's something I've been leaning into for the past couple months. I mean, this, this month has been insane for me because up until now, I'd only ever known a 10K month and I just hit 25. And at the beginning of that 30 days, I'm like sitting on E and I'm like, what am I going to do? You know, am I doing something wrong? What is the universe trying to say? And then after I hit that 25, I just thought, what's next? And I just started really leaning into that. And I'm I'm slowly getting a picture, but um, for, for listeners, like you just have to sit with it sometimes. Like I know that... Once I hit my 50K month, that vision of me is going to change again. And that's okay. Everything is just going to transition as you grow. So for me, my next version is that 50K every month person that is just rocking it in sales, changing people's lives and helping coaches get found and seen in the world so they can create this ripple of health and happiness that I have been aiming at for three years now. I just want to sit in that for a moment. That was powerful. Sitting in it and sitting in the uncomfortable because it can be uncomfortable. It's when we're growing, growth is not easy. Growth and growing can be a struggle. It can be hard and it's so worth every moment of that struggle, but sitting still in it, in a non-judgmental way, when we stopped all judgment around the emotions and the feelings and allow them to pass through, like you said, and get to that still quiet space. And when you're first starting, yes, it may take you two hours to get to that place. But if you're practicing every single day, even if you're committing to five minutes every day, just to stop and focus on your breath, and slow down. Meditation is amazing, but you don't need to be sitting in it for three hours, I don't think. I feel in every moment you can 
be releasing and clearing and letting go if something's coming through that's not supporting you. And it's becoming consciously aware of the emotions and the feelings that we do have, but not judging them, just going, okay, that's there. How do I move through it? And that's where working with a coach, like you said, you work with quite a few coaches, they can see what you can't see and sometimes you can see what it is and you're like, I don't know how to get out of this. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> and that's why I feel that an, you know, an Olympic athlete doesn't just have one coach. They've got different coaches for all different elements and it's the same in business and in life. Having that person, whether it's a friend, whether it's someone that you're paying to help you move through your stuff. So I love that. I, I don't know that if you saw me get excited with my hands in the air when you said 25,000, the more money that we make, the more of who we become starts to show up and we start being more of who we are. So if we're a beautiful, gorgeous, generous human, the more money we have, the more of that starts to show up. If you're a crappy person, you've got more money, you just become more of a crappy person. And I've witnessed this over the years of, and I never really truly understood that. I never really got it. And then I've gone back and looked at the journey of coaches that I've followed before and business owners and women in business and watching what their face and their skin and everything looks like when they're at their 10K months to when they've moved through to their 100K months just everything about them energetically is shifted because they've raised to that next level. They've raised to that next vibration. And as we raise, raise, as we rise, people start to drop off energetically and because they, they're no longer vibrating at where we're at. And that's okay because they could come back to our vibration. And that's what I love about what we do because the more that we rise, the more amazing humans that we get to meet and the more people that we get to help. So I love how you said we're ever evolving because you started off your journey. in. So let's go back to where you started off in your journey in business to where you are now because you've gone through twists and turns and ups and downs and you've kind of pivoted to a different, a different version of you. Yeah, so this all started back... Oh, in 2009, when I was, uh, I went to school for web design and I graduated and I figured out that I hated coding, what you know. <laughs> um, so I, I just did odd jobs for a while until I finally decided to go back for graphic design and I loved it. I spent an hour, hour, uh, a year and a half getting into that. <laughs> and I finally get in and two or three months into it, I had to drop out. And that is because I got super sick with Graves' disease. For those of you that don't know, it's like hyperthyroid. Um, and I was basically disabled for a good year, year and a half until I decided to take my life by the horns. I'm like, doctors are telling me I'm stuck with meds the rest of my life, um, regardless of uh, which way it goes, whether they destroy my thyroid or I have to take this other pill to help me manage it. And I just didn't want any more to do with that. So I changed my diet all on my own. Didn't hire anyone to do anything. I just changed it. I, I did all the research and reading. I lost 110 pounds, put myself in a remission of Graves' disease within four months after starting. And then I was like, oh my God, I want to teach people how to do this. This is so valuable. So I became a health coach. Well, I became a health coach and I still felt like something was missing. I loved it. I loved my clients. They loved me. It was just... 
I felt like there was something missing. So I went to a live event with a whole bunch of health coaches and basically they love the design that I'd done for myself, my website, my graphics. And they were like, I need you to do this. This is exactly what I want. I love this. So I started doing design for coaches and it just kind of went from there because they came to me without branding. They didn't have logos. They didn't have images of themselves. They didn't have any of that. And as I started doing more branding with them, it kind of went into, oh, well, what do I do now? And I'm like, I don't know. Here's your website and your branding. Go have fun. (laughs) And they just kind of looked at me like, what? So I started going, maybe I need a strategy too, because I want to have more consistent clients. Because at the time, I only had referral clients. That was all I went on. I mean, my website wasn't pulling anything in because I hadn't really even changed it since the health coaching thing. I just kept getting referral after referral, which is great, but it's not consistent. So I was like, I need a consistent strategy. And I started um, trying to figure out my own strategy. I started doing um, Facebook groups and I, I did a training, like a course on it. And those people were making like 200K a month doing this. And I'm like, oh my God. So I found my tribe for that and had my first 10K launch just a month or two later. And it's since taken off. And now I just launched my last course here. Um, it's starting on Tuesday, the 15th of December. And I'm teaching the strategy that I've learned to all of these coaches so they can help um, other people and they can get themselves found and get clients and find that success that um, it's so daunting for them at the moment. And we pivot and I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it because we're, because we're ever evolving. Our business is ever evolving. Our clients are ever evolving and wherever you are right now, just start. If you've got a business in your mind, you've got something and you know that you're really good at it, but you're not overly 100% passionate about it, just start because you're going to learn so much. And as you're learning so much about yourself, about your business, about the people that you're helping, then you get more clarity about the direction that you want to be heading and where you're going. I've started off with doing life coaching. Now I work with rockstar business owners. It's the same kind of work that I'm doing. It's different people that excite me so much more and it lights my soul on fire and I'm learning all the time. So where can people find you if they're looking for you to come and work with you, to be branded, to websites or the things? What have you got to share? Yeah, so you can find me in a multitude of ways. Uh, You can find my website. It's just www.amberingram.com. I'm sure that my name will be spelled somewhere up there, so you guys don't have to write it down, but um, (laughs) it is spelled a little bit funky. I I get that a lot, but um, you can find me there. You can find me on Facebook and my free group, uh, the Biz Biz Launchpad for Coaches. My new course is the Biz Launch Code, hence the flub up there, but um, that's new. So if you are interested in starting your business, um, your coach or someone that does some sort of service work, um, you're welcome to join us in BLC. We'd love to have you, but the group is free. The website has more stuff about how to work with me and contact me. So I'd love to hear from any of you that are just really wanting to get started, like she said. Thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. And I hope that people got some really good value out of this because where Amber started and all of the things that she's been through with her trauma as a child to now being a successful coach who 
is now at $25,000 and it's only the 10th of December and we have still so much more of the month to go to build greatness and it doesn't matter where you are, you've you've just got to start somewhere and taking that leap of faith and reaching out to Amber and she can help you set up all of the things that may feel a little bit overwhelming for you and reach out, have a conversation and you just never know where it's going to take you. So again, thank you, Amber, for being on the show with me today. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. We have come to the end of another epic interview. If you would like to see more of what I am up to, head over to my Facebook page, Instagram, LinkedIn, and let's connect. Because I love gifting people who are dedicated to their transformation, when you like and tag me in an episode at the end of every week, I choose one lucky listener to have a free session with myself or one of my guests. Thank you again for tuning in. I am Alexis Jane. Remember, you are the magic. Oh,